Hello everyone, this is Myra with Halepuli's Everyday Ayurveda and Yoga podcast. This month we complete our exploration of the Gravati Gunas, the building blocks of life. The Gravati Gunas are described in the Vedas, the ancient texts that gave us Ayurveda and Yoga. There are ten pairs of opposite qualities found everywhere in nature. Observing them gives us a picture of the incredible spectrum of our reality. And in a practical sense, they offer us a way of thinking about balance and how to move toward it rather than away from it. And also not to get into the illusion that it's some fixed point. In Ayurveda, the Gravati Gunas help us understand the five elements of earth, water, fire, air, and the ethers, or the unseen energies, and how to balance the doshas that are comprising these five elements. In yoga, we use them to understand how to have practices that are suited to the individual's needs. And in life, they guide us to connect with nature, to improve our decision-making and understand ourselves as part of the universe. And this is how we're all connected to each other. The Gravati Gunas also give us the tools to understand the principle, like attracts like, and the opposite quality brings balance. This means when you have a symptom, then look at it in terms of these qualities and bring in the opposite qualities in order to alleviate the symptom and feel better. When you use this principle with your body, mind, and environment, then you become your own healer. So this month, we'll complete our journey through the Gravati Gunas, and we'll take a look at the opposite qualities of cloudy, or avila, also sometimes referred to as slimy, pichila, and clear, vishada. You know, I love the song by Johnny Nash, I can see clearly now. <laughs> Clarity is a really precious thing. It feels really good to be clear, to be sure, doesn't it? But we wouldn't know clarity without cloudiness. We wouldn't value clear seeing if there weren't also obstacles in our way sometimes. It takes the broad spectrum of experience to enjoy the richness of life. I think of a day at the beach. It's hot and clear, and then a few clouds come along. Their protection from the sun is welcome. As the clouds keep rolling along, the look and feel of things change. The temperature changes, the air quality changes and the energy around you shifts. Your body and mind respond to changes in the atmospheric pressure too. If it gets very cloudy, you might very well feel cloudy yourself. You're indeed a part of nature. Now over in the distance, there's a rainbow and it has a very light mist and appears clear and cloudy at the same time. I love it when this happens. I saw one like that just the other day here in Australia. 
and then say it suddenly rains a fair bit at the beach. And then right after it rains, the ocean water near the shore gets cloudy. Not a great time to go swimming because the runoff might be polluted. And then the ocean continues its movement and the water will become clear again. Now it's time for a swim. So some water will get clear from movement like the ocean, whereas a lake with a muddy bottom becomes clear with stillness. And this is actually just like the mind. Stillness of the mind gives clear perception, just like when you can see clearly to the bottom of the lake. Cultivating stillness is where the practices of yoga come in. Meditation, pranayama, mantra, mudra, asana, they're all clarifying, particularly when practiced in a sattvic manner. Think of the last time you were really noodling on a problem. Hours spent analyzing, considering the what-ifs, weighing the pros and cons. Maybe you tried to push through and implement a solution when it wasn't quite the right time. I've certainly done that plenty of times. So that's what we call self-will. I'm trying to push my agenda in life against the flow of life. And it's really about a lack of faith or trusting the process of life or the flow of the universe. And this is one of the points that's made in the Bhagavad Gita. It's when you're more motivated by the fear of messing up or getting it wrong. You don't think clearly and perhaps try too hard to fix things. Divine will, which you can get in touch with through daily yoga practices, it brings things more clear for you. While self-will might feel clear to you at first, I'm going to do A, B, and C, and it'll give me this particular result. And then maybe things don't quite go the way you want, and the dark clouds gather as you try to force your way through things. Have you ever had that experience? <laughs> the mind is clear when you follow your truth. And when you don't, the mind becomes clouded. Not usually a good idea to take action when things are cloudy. Cloudy on the outside or the inside. Wait until you're clear in your next step. And this is the difference between utilizing your power in life versus forcing things. Along with yoga, jyotish, or Vedic astrology, can be a clarifying practice for the mind. The information in your natal chart provides clarity on your energetic nature and the prevailing energies of the day. The influence of the planets can have you feel clear or cloudy in your perception. We've certainly all experienced some of that during 2020. The eclipses will often cloud your perception as light is being blocked in an eclipse. And that's why it's a good idea to stay inside and meditate during eclipses. Understanding planetary influences might 
assist you to understand your own life experience better. I know a Jyotish reading will often help me mm, get off of my own case <laughs> because I can see better how my mind is being influenced. The mind is also impacted by the doshic times of day. You know, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. is the pitta time, and, and for many people, it'll feel like your mind gets more clear, and so they stay awake and do things. Getting active during this pitta time will result in the sleep not being as good quality because the mind will be overactive. Or we stay up so late that we just get exhausted and pass out. A little more of a vata characteristic. And then what happens? Well, you stay up late, then you, you sleep in, and then you feel cloudy in the morning. This is the tamas. And then we tend to miss that precious vata time before sunrise, before 6 a.m. in the morning, when it's really ideal for meditation and other yoga practices. And this is why Ayurveda recommends a dinacharya that involves going to bed before 10 so that we can get up after a peaceful sleep, have a clear mind, when the prevailing energies are most supportive. It's kind of like surfing. You're catching nature's ideal energetic waves. So when you need to be productive, make use of the daylight pitta time from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. So going to bed too late doesn't do you any favors when it comes to your health. That's mental, physical, spiritual health. Neither does eating dinner late. If you eat and then go to bed, you have undigested food in your system. And then your agni, your digestive fire, can't do its job properly. And you're likely to wake up feeling pretty groggy in the morning. And, and often the eyes will be kind of puffy. You know, starting the day with a cloudy mind and a heavy body is, is kind of a bummer. You know? it's, and then, you know, you take a shower and that'll help you feel more clear. But it's really just a Band-Aid. And then that cup of coffee or tea with a jolt is also a Band-Aid. Healthy sleep is really a beautiful thing and a great gift to yourself. The evening comes and you wind down the mind and the body naturally. Put the electronics away and give yourself an hour before bed without typing, scrolling, and ingesting endless flickering images. Instead, have some warm spiced milk, maybe a little journaling, or have a nice conversation with loved ones. And then lay down in a sweet, cushy bed. And there's this blissful cloudiness that comes that, to peacefully carry us to sleep. It's tamas coming at the right time. And then you wake up feeling well-rested and clear. So if that's not happening for you, you might just reconsider a few things. Now that you've got a good night's sleep, it's nice to enjoy some herbal tea in the morning. Adding milk to your herbal tea will take it from clear to cloudy. 
It helps to balance the taste by bringing in that sweet taste, making it easier to digest also. Having a little honey is nice too. Honey is a fun one to think about. It's most often clear, but it's cloudy when it crystallizes, but it's still honey and it's still yummy. And the same with ghee. Sometimes it's called clarified butter. It's clarified because the cloudy milk fat solids have been separated with gentle heat, leaving ghee, which is clear and supportive for the digestion. It's interesting to observe ghee as well. It'll change appearance from cloudy to clear, depending on the temperature. When it's below about 24 degrees centigrade, or the mid-70s in Fahrenheit, then it will look cloudy, and even completely solid or opaque in lower temperatures. But when the temperature in the room starts going up, the ghee melts and it begins to look clear. The in-between stage, when it's partly cloudy and clear sometimes, it makes people think there's something wrong with it. Not at all. It's fine. It's just going from solid to liquid or vice versa. Cloudy to clear. All good. You know, ghee is a key part of Ayurvedic eating. It supports your agni your digestive fire, and it provides lubrication and nourishment to your body. And when Agni's weak, you'll start to experience some uncomfortable symptoms. If Agni isn't burning well enough to digest food and life, you feel cloudy. And you'll notice, too, that your eyes will look a little heavy and cloudy. You know, the eyes tell us about what's going on inside of us. And I remember working with a photographer for a staff photo shoot back in Hawaii. And she commented several times on how clear our eyes were. And that's Agni working well. When you care for your Agni, then it can do its job. You'll have both clear eyes and a clear mind. The eyes are an indicator of what's going on inside. The body gives other clues, too. The malas, for example, these are the waste products of the body. Things like urine, vaginal discharge, your feces, or nasal mucus. That might be cloudy or clear, depending on how well the natural functions are occurring. Our tongue is another good indicator of what's going on inside of us. If there's arm or metabolic toxins from undigested food, if they're being created, then there could be a white coating on the tongue, kind of a sticky coating. And when things are functioning well, then the tongue will be almost clear. The tongue will also tell you about the dosha imbalance as well. Excess pitta will give yellow or greenish coating in the middle of the tongue, and excess kapha will show a creamy colored coating in the front of the tongue, and excess vata will be a light gray or brown or even a black coating in the back of the tongue. All shades of cloudiness appearing on the tongue. So excess of each of the doshas can cause the mind to be skewed and not clear. And when the doshas are balanced, we can pause, we can see clearly, or at least we can see the clouds so that we can discern our next best steps. So here's the next step for you. 
If you want to learn more about being your own healer, we have a great program called Agni Therapy that'll not only heal your digestion, but it'll give you a deep foundation for living with Ayurveda and yoga. It's a 21-day program that guides you to deeply integrate Ayurveda and yoga into your daily life. So it includes yoga practices and energy work, a private support group, and weekly live Q&A sessions that support your healing process. Find out more on our website, halepule.com, H-A-L-E-P-U-L-E.com. Until next time. In Ayurveda, we understand that we each have a unique constitution. Halipule's tridoshic approach is ideal for families and supports multiple constitutions. You can cultivate sattva in cooking, knowing that you're making meals that support everyone's constitution. Subtle adjustments may be required, but it doesn't need to be a stress point. To learn our tridoshic approach to create nourishing meals, Join Simple Ayurvedic Cooking with Halepule. Their recipes are easy, delicious, and will leave you feeling energized. And the link to join is in our show notes.